0: Hey, how you doing? This is Wade with Wade for Wireless, and today I have a special treat. John Richardson, who survived being shocked by more than 20,000 volts, about 20 or 30 foot up on a tower, when he uh, accidentally touched some power lines that were not insulated, and he it was—it was a residential tower. He was working for a Wisp, but he tells a story, and the guy is just amazing. I mean. When you hear him talk about it, when you hear him talk about his wife and his faith and his family and all the help that he got, boy, it just moves you. And there's just a few things. um, I I know I got to do my promos here, but there's a few things I want to talk about. This this guy's faith and, and his perseverance and his attitude, it's moving just because he is just so positive. You know, everything he's been through, he could sit back, he could whine, he could complain, you know, like, like. A lot of people I talk to do every day and uh, and I get it you know everyone's got their problems their problems seem terrible at the time and and you know we all get in that funk that's okay you know you complain but you got to get over it you got to move ahead well let me tell you here's a guy that not only moved ahead but inspired me when I listened to him you know you almost get choked up listening to him and and the family that he had for support his wife Everything that that, that could have gone wrong or he could have complained about, he didn't. And his wife's amazing. I mean, she stood by him. She figured out how to make things work. And not only that, I know I'm going on and on here. I know you want to hear the interview, but not only that, but the Tower Family Foundation and the Hubble Foundation, their support for him is amazing. And his wife set up a GoFundMe account, which was enough. Everything, all the support they got, They got the money they needed, and that's just a fact of life. Where everyone says the money doesn't matter, you know, try living without it. It's it's hard. They were able to get the money to support him. His wife was able to be with him all the time at the hospital, and he was out for weeks. And when he wasn't out, they sedated him because of the pain and the recovery that his body had to do. And yes, he did lose part of his lower right leg, which he calls a standard amputation. And I don't think any amputation standard. I mean, the guy's just amazing. And his wife, Elena, she must just be amazing. I mean, these two together are just an incredible, I don't know what you'd say, you know, a dynamic duo. They're motivational. I mean, it just makes me feel really good talking to this guy. I got to tell you, and the things that the, that the, 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 support that they had you know their families must be amazing to support him the way they did you know he was two hours away from home in a hospital and they found a way not only to support him but to move ahead and he's so thankful for being alive so let me tell you something when you get up tomorrow and you're complaining about your health and you're complaining about your problems listen to this this guy's been through it all and i don't hear him complaining at all i just don't didn't hear a complaint from this guy in fact he's grateful he's thankful Maybe it set him on a straight course, and I'm telling you, he's destined for something great. And again, we talked about the Tower Family Foundation, and I know Ben Little, and he's just an outstanding human being. And the same with Hubble Foundation. He talks about all the support they got. And again, Dr. Bridget Hester, again, an outstanding human being. These are two people that are just so passionate about helping other people. Sort of chokes me up a little bit talking about it. And his wife set up the GoFundMe account, and I know people complain about GoFundMe, but it, it it really helped them. It was really supportive of what they had to do. So the GoFundMe uh, campaign really worked well. I have a link that I put in there if you want to read about it at the time of the accident. I mean, the kid, I call him a kid. <laughs> he's been through a lot more than I have, I'll tell you that. But he's he's he really seems to be doing well. He's been through a lot. He was shocked by somewhere between 20,000 and 50,000 volts. Had his gear on, which did save him. He talks about that too, wearing the gear. He talks about, you know, his faith, his family. Talks about what his wife was through and the support she got. And I probably should have talked to her too at the time. I was just moved by him. It's just amazing that someone who has been through so much has nothing but optimism. And the other thing I just think is amazing is a company that he worked for, Surf Air Wireless, which is a WISP. This company... He still works there, you know. He's working in the dock, so he'll never climb again. Just a fact of life with a prosthetic leg. I mean, it's just the way it is. But he still works there. He works in the dock. He still hustles for them. It keeps him going. He can't drive because of his leg, but uh, his wife makes sure he gets around. And it's just Surf Air Wireless. Kudos to those guys. I mean, it's just incredible. They they really really are doing all they can to support him. And this story is so important because you know just. Last week, I put out the negative story about, you know, a company that basically turns his back on someone that got hurt and it's injured and cuts off their insurance. You hear about those horror stories every day because that's what people do. They complain, right? Myself included. Now, put myself above anybody, I complain too. But here you have a company, Surf Air Wireless, that, that just stuck by him. They made sure not only that he had all that he needed that they could support him with, but also they still gave him a job they still let him work there they they did all that they could to support him and they told him you know feel like if you have to move on move on if you want to stay stay do what you want to do they made it all about him that's my point here they made it all about john i i can't promote it enough the guy's just an inspiration but before we get into that first thing i'd like to do is make sure that i thank for one the hubble foundation and the tower family foundation for all that they've done i mean it's just amazing everything these guys have done for people but I want to thank my sponsors for making this possible, or at least helping me out. Tower Tracker Pro. For all your closeout package needs, you have Tower Tracker Pro. They'll take you through the closeout step-by-step, which for you may not be a big deal. But for your climbers on site, it's a huge deal. You want to get it right the first time in one visit. So that's why you have Tower Tracker Pro. Closeout packages done right the first time. They get out there. They close everything out. They send the pictures back before they leave the site. Someone back at the office makes sure it's exactly what they need. They look at the pictures. It, it auto-fits everything. It's pretty cool. I'd like to thank Tower Safety, towersafety.com. They have not only all your climbing needs, like you would expect, the OSHA training, tower rescue training, tower training. But they also now have drone training and they're advertising it too it's pretty cool unmanned experts is going to do the training form and they're going to actually do training for tower work it's specific for tower work which nate is working towards st- setting a standard program for the tower work so it's very important that we get that out there finally my products i have a scope of work training which is in my blog you'll see the link in there and what that is is for all you guys that work without a contract or think the contract's good enough you should have your scope of work in place and have it signed by both parties. You want to write it yourself. You don't want to take the training. That's fine. Just make sure you have a way to protect yourself to get paid. And if you don't get paid, you can at least have a way to take the company to court. Now, notice how it all goes together. You have your scope of work, and then you have your closeout package. You have your training. All these are needed for your job, especially if you're in the wireless industry. And finally, I have the wireless deployment handbook which explains the steps end to end. It's out there for you to look at to make sure that you understand who's handing off to you and who you're handing off of. And I'm going to break that book down a little better here soon as I get time. I've been really slammed lately, and I'm not complaining. Hey, I'm happy to be busy. I just am. Let's go on to it. Let's hear the interview. This amazing man, John Richardson, and his wife, and his family, and all his supporters, it just shows you that there's a lot of good in this world. Makes me feel really good. Here he is.
1: Hey John, how are you doing? Right. Thanks for uh thanks for making the podcast. I appreciate it. And I uh uh thanks for reaching out to me. I just want to give the listeners some background. Uh Dr. Hester of the Hubble Foundation actually put us in touch with each other when we were uh talking about some other things. So I, I want to make sure that Dr. Hester Bridget, thank you for, for giving John my number. And John, thanks yeah. for calling me. It sure goes thing. all the way around. Yeah, really thankful, man. So so John people who don't know or remember, could you give them some, and, and if you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. I can always go over to another, you know, in the beginning, uh, before we do the call on my recording, but do you want to just give them some background on uh like what happened to you?
2: Yeah. Um, I, um, I us kind of give you a background of kind of what I do at first and then let you know, but I was in an electrical accident, um, on a, uh, a residential tower. I worked for a, uh, local internet company doing uh, wireless broadband, and uh, I was on a customer's tower, it was about 20 feet in the air, um, and we were actually adding another section to the tower, and um, there were some power lines that were not insulated, uh, and they were very close to the tower. We really shouldn't have been up there, um, but we were just trying to keep an eye on it, make sure we were you know, staying away from those lines, and we are working away, and how for however it happened, I'm not really sure because so I don't remember any of the day. But I hit those lines, and uh, that uh, you know, and then I was just I was out, and then I don't remember anything until waking up in the hospital a couple of weeks later. But um, so that's I they were kind of giving me a background. It was somewhere around anywhere from like uh, twenty to fifty thousand volts of electricity in those lines. So it was pretty, you know, pretty hefty power going through there. So, um, it was, it was no small thing. I was under the, they had me sedated for a couple of weeks. Um, and it was really touch and go there for the few, first couple of days. Um, and like I said, I don't remember any of that, um, but God, God spared me and he He brought me through it. And, um, I woke up in the hospital and just, all my healings seemed to just progress very well I, after that. It was, I spent about a month, one month in the hospital and uh, uh, ended up losing the lower part of my right leg. Um, so I recently, a couple of months ago, got a prosthesis on there and that's going really well too.
1: But um, yeah, that's pretty much, that's what happened. I mean, that's the short version. <laughs> But oh, that's that's, uh, that's all right. I appreciate you talking about. It. I know it's hard. When was the accident? September twenty third,
2: of two thousand fifteen. So, I I know there was a another guy who actually uh, passed away in a tower fall. I think he fell two days after my accident. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so that was that was pretty. I just found that out recently, and I was just like, wow, you know, because. It's not something you think that happens, you know, to, to anybody until it happens to somebody close to you and then you realize, wow, how big of a deal it is.
1: Yeah, I, I think uh, my purpose, I, I just want people to realize that there's a lot more injuries than we know about. The deaths right. we seem to hear about, but I mean, you were seriously injured, man. I mean, to be, and then you lost part of your leg and Obviously, I mean you won't be climbing again i mean what what do you do now?
2: Um, I still work for uh Surfair Wireless, the uh, company I was working for before um I'm in the office now. I do inventory um so they've been actually really good um with me through the whole process, which is a blessing um and obviously, it was all covered under workman's comp, which is also a blessing um oh, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just kind of picking up and just. Going forward keeping keeping moving, <laughs> I'm a pretty active guy um so but yeah, I'm just doing whatever I can around there and and uh so it's, it's kind of changed my role a little bit um as far as you know what I can do, but I'm getting around really well,
1: so. that's great sounds man, you're in good spirits, i mean <laughs> I'm impressed. Yeah. i mean you're just in such good spirits that. How how do you keep your spirits up all this time?
2: Well, I don't know. I I think I just feel lucky to be alive and and I'm I'm just really blessed to have great family around me and so many people like um like you were talking about the um Bridget Hester from the Hubble family Hubble Tower Foundation. They've just as soon as it happened like I didn't really because I'm not necessarily a um Tower climber, um, you know my injury happened on a, a residential tower, but I, I'm not really tower certified. I'm not, uh, you know, I was trained how to climb, but I wasn't really trained for any kind of fall um, rescue or any kind of that. So I've never been on a on a, even a water tower. So, wow, really, yeah. So really, these type of these foundations that help these people that do this for a living. Um, I had never heard about, and my wife got, was contacted by the Hubble family, Hubble foundation. I keep saying Hubble family and also the tower family foundation. Um, and they were just a huge blessing and, um, I just want to thank them, uh, for all that they've done for us. And then everybody who donated to the GoFundMe, which is a online, um, donation place where you can, you know, help out, uh, people.
1: Yeah. Um, It was a really really
2: really big deal.
1: Let's let's go into that. So, uh, for one, God bless your wife, man, because she. I remember the GoFundMe came out very quickly, and she. I remember on the GoFundMe, she wrote uh, several blogs about how hard it was and where she had to go, and she gave a good background actually on that account, which was great. Uh About, I mean, you were you were how far away from your home? Where'd they take you to treat you? How, I um, mean, it's like a couple hours away, right? Yeah.
2: Um, I live in Michigan City, Indiana. So it was about... They First, they airlifted me to South Bend, which is about an hour away. And then they airlifted me from there to Fort Wayne, Indiana, which was another, you know, hour and a half. So it ended up being about two hours away from our, our house. Um, so... But she spent the first... You know, she spent... All of her time in the hospital before I woke up, and even after that, you know, because I was still coming off the drugs and all that. But um, it was uh, it was pretty interesting. But yeah, I'm sorry I got sidetracked from the question.
1: (laughs) uh, Yeah, that was that was great, man. I mean, I'm impressed. (laughs) How long were you out? How long were you sedated?
2: Sedated for a week and almost two weeks. I think it was like a week and five days or something. But um, then I started coming out, and I remember little bits and pieces of waking up. I don't remember, you know, just like one. It wasn't all at once. <laughs> so, but uh, but it, it was pretty interesting because I didn't, I had no recollection of the accident. So they had to pretty much tell me what had happened. I, I remember waking up, and I, they had my feet wrapped up, and I wasn't allowed to get out of bed. And that's all I really knew. So they, were, they, uh, you know, they're trying to tell me you were in an accident, and you know, this is what happened. Uh, you know, I slowly started to realize, okay, that's why I'm here. This is, you know, this is where I am. I didn't know where I was. I didn't know my. At first, I didn't know my name, and then it kind of came to me. Um, it was it was really weird because they asked me. I think they asked me several days, and I wasn't answering it right in the first couple of days, and then I started to get it right. <laughs> it was. They had to like pretty much jog my memory back and, uh, but I still don't have a recollection of, of even that whole week. I remember the Sunday, it happened on a Wednesday. I remember the Sunday before and then, uh, and then briefly the Monday, but I, and then it happened Wednesday. So I lost like two or three days, um, wow, which
1: 50,000 it, kind of holes, a, man, <laughs> so yeah,
2: that'll, that'll probably do it, but, um. <laughs> I'm lucky that I didn't have any like internal problems because with uh, ele- that much electricity, with any kind of electrical shock, um, they can't really just look at you and tell you what's wrong. Um, they pretty much they have to wait and see, basically just see if if your uh, organs come back, if your if your organs continue to work properly, and um, the fluids. When I to give you a little bit of context, it pretty, basically charred all of my internal organs it just kind of like coated everything and my kidneys had to flush all that out so everything coming out was just they said it was like black like charcoal black and uh um, and then eventually it got better but luckily but and that's where i you know all of that you know that's kind of before i woke up and so it's not really it doesn't seem as real to me as 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 the rest of it but It definitely was, you know, (laughs) so, wow. But that's where I just feel blessed. And that's probably, you know, I don't feel like, I don't, I don't ever remember feeling like why has this happened to me? Why, why did this have to happen to me? You know, I just, you know, I just know that things happen and everybody has challenges that they deal with in their life. And this just happens to be one that I have to deal with right now. So I think um, to get back to that, to backtrack a little bit kind of is where my whole outlook comes from and then I my faith in God and my my um my lovely wife she's right next to me here <laughs> but um uh, she uh really my family uh was a really big uh just contributor to they just were there for me and the, the hospital I can't thank I can't thank everybody enough because they uh the hospital was just amazing they have the um the Fort Wayne burn Center there is just a uh, it's a pretty incredible place it's it's high i think it's one of the highest ranked in Indiana and very very quality good good stuff so I'm glad that they took care of me you know
1: <laughs> oh man, God bless you, John, and God bless those people because all of them took care of you i mean that that is amazing and man like I said before, God bless your wife I mean what she must you know. Granted, you were through hell. I'm not going to lie. I mean, but your wife—can yeah. you? That would be so painful. I mean, she had no idea what the outcome was going to be. So it's right. really impressive. I mean, she, she really—and everything she trooper. did. You know? Yeah, she is. Yeah. So, well, could yeah. you tell me after the accident? I know you were out, but could you go through the process? Your wife did a lot of great things. For one, she did the GoFundMe account, which I thought was awesome because it it, it really gave a lot of background as to what happened.
0: Not right. not what
1: happened with your accident, but what she's going through. Like, she had to drive two hours. She was living yeah. at the hospital. Your income, and, and this is just a fact of life, you know, your income drops to nothing because all of a sudden you're both you, – you were out. She's living right. at the hospital. She can't work. She's got to – you know, she was so – um, uh, which is great. You know, she was so concerned with you, you know, and I can imagine right. what your family went through, you know, all of a sudden, everybody, uh, this is just how I think everyone's praying for you at that uh, time. You know, they're worried, they're scared. They don't know what to do. They're, you just feel a sense of helplessness, helplessness and yet your wife started to go find me. And then could you go into that and then, then maybe go into how the Hubble foundation and the tower family foundation helped you out?
2: Yeah. Um, like you said, that is. I never really thought about it that way, but yeah, she she really did um, just hold it together incredibly well. Um, you know, with all that she was dealing with, she was able to, like I just kind of get the word out and and put her thoughts down and, and have such a seemed like a balanced outlook on on just
0: uh, going on and
2: information she was able to uh to give out to everybody that wanted to know and and that to, that like you said that GoFundMe it really kind of gave it the opportunity to do that um and it allowed you know anybody who felt like they wanted to help uh felt like they gave them an opportunity to contribute which is awesome and that she woke up and she was telling me you know this is this is this is the people that have donated know, and try to, that want to help you out and that care so much and they're all praying for you. And that I, you know, when she told me that I just broke down and started crying and it was really cause I, I would never have expected, you know, I didn't expect so many people to just come together. And I think, uh, the Hubble foundation got with her right away after they heard about it. And she, um, really, she talks about how it was such a big encouragement to her and just something that she feels like was so vital in in her uh, mental stability because somebody like Bridget from the hubble has uh, just has been through this type of situation before. Um, And it's not exactly, but um, she's been there, you know, and so she was, and she was able to help her through. And she talks about how it, it was a, big thing. And then she had another, uh, lady that she knew call her, um, was a missionary, uh, from the, phil- uh, from Peru. Um, and she had just lost her husband from a fall accident. And so she talked her through that. And it was just, it was really amazing. All the people that God sent. And then, uh, the, um,
0: Bridget was able to help her out. She donated,
2: a uh, a uh, some of money to Elena and the tower family foundation also. Uh, donated a, a solid sum of money um, just to help us with like you said the income just drops down and um, you know, they just told her this, you need to take some of this money and set it aside for whatever you're going to need and then just take some and go get the essentials that you're going to need for for being in the hospital for however long you need to be there and go buy yourself some clothes You know, get what you're going to need and that made all the w- difference in the world to her and that's what I would have wanted um, is for her to be taken care of while she's dealing with all this. So, honestly, it was invaluable. And like you said, the people from the Tower Family Foundation, are they just seemed so um, genuine and um, wanted to help us and not interested in, in really anything but that. But our, our situation, it seemed like they were very focused on that at the time, too. And, uh, so that's, those are the three main, three main, uh, kind of, uh, people that have really helped us out, the GoFundMe and the Hubble Foundation and the Tower Family Foundation. It was just, just a huge blessing oh, yeah. that kind of happened all behind the scenes, um, you know, cause I was, I was out of it, but it was, uh, it's good. I want to get the word out cause. Uh, If you ever want an organization to donate to anybody listening, uh, that the Hubble Foundation and the Tower Family Foundation just changed my life.
1: Well, I'll I'll tell you what, it chokes me up, (laughs) but I'll tell you what, uh, it's it's pretty, two of the best people I know, uh, Dr. Bridget Hester of the Hubble Foundation, she's just an outstanding human being, and Ben Little of the Tower Family Foundation. Ben Little? Okay. Ben Little, yeah, he, he's just, uh, when you talk with the people, I mean, he's just an amazing guy, I really like the guy. Uh, yeah. And he does so much. I mean, like like I, I well, we talked right before this call. He commits so much to that foundation, people don't understand. I mean, they, they get a lot of big donations, but to him, every 15 $20, it just means so much to him personally. I can't even explain it it's just amazing and then yeah like it like the other thing about the hubble foundation with your wife i i don't know if she thought it was good or bad i i assume she thought it was good but the people that called her and just talked to her that really means a lot she has someone like 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 bridget who will talk to her and try to you know i guess just right. listen because your wife like you were you were out, you know, she didn't know what was gonna happen. So to talk to somebody who's who's been through a worst case situation probably really helped her out and helped her unload a lot of her feelings to someone that understood. You know what I mean? And I'm guessing, you know, it's it just seems so amazing that, that uh you had she had that at least that support system, you know, and the finances weren't an issue and and, and I don't care what people say, you worry about stuff like that. Uh, right you just you just do even at a time like that i mean your wife obviously was concerned with you as just one less thing she had to worry about so
2: exactly
1: yeah wow ah man that's that's just an amazing (laughs) i mean it really is it's it's moving i mean everything that everyone came together and uh, and your spirits john i gotta tell you you're i mean for what you've been through and uh i know we said before the call now you, you have a prosthetic leg on your uh yep. is it your right leg or your left leg that's my right
2: leg yeah so Man. it's called a transtibial, but it's lower leg um it's about halfway down the calf about where they did the amputation um that's okay. a standard amputation for a lower leg it's about halfway down the, the middle of the uh shin bone so
1: hey listen nothing's a standard amputation <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, I know. I don't think it's standard. <laughs> God as far bless as that you. goes, <laughs> yeah, as far as it goes, okay, that'll buy it. For me, that's, you know, there's nothing standard about an amputation. <laughs> right. I,
2: I, I hear you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, what's the name of your company again that you work for?
2: Uh, it's called Surf Air Wireless.
1: Um, Surf we were, Air Wireless.
2: Yeah. Kind of in the middle of a transition. We're. Uh, we were a company called CSINet, um which basically we just changed the name and changed the ownership. But they, uh, uh, the merger happened in 2014, and then we've been with Servifair Wireless for a couple of years now. So, Wait,
1: um, for, it, for them to a stand behind you that way. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> no,
2: you're fine. Uh, it's just a wireless, uh, a WISP in uh, north northwestern Indiana. So. but. Yeah, for them to stand behind me uh, really said a lot about how how much they care. Because I mean, it's a it's a relatively you know smaller company, so everybody knows everybody. So you know the the boss was there on site after you know the day well the day of um, the day of the you know he was making sure everything was taken care of there, which it, it makes a difference, you know that he. Really cared. Everybody there really cared that much. Took took care of me the way they have, and they've they've said to me, you know, they said, don't let us. If you ever get an opportunity for something, you know, in the in the future, don't feel like you're you're, you know, we're trying to hold you here, and don't feel like we're trying to kick you out either. We're not trying to fight you on anything. They're just here for you know, support. We want you to get back to your life as much as you can. They've just been amazing. So. I have no wow, no things but good to say about that.
1: Yeah, kudos to them. I mean, really, what a stand-up company. I I'm not a big fan of wisps because I dealt with them in the past, but boy, this is one that just an I mean, Surf Air Wireless. What a company! I mean, to stand behind you like yeah. that, uh, just amazing. Um, yeah. how the workman's comp thing? I guess your wife had to deal with that too. Uh, How how did that go for you? Was it smooth? Was it a hassle? How would that work? Um, Really
2: smooth, actually. Um, uh, Honestly, we, because I've heard my uh, dad had to deal with working comp, I want to say about 15 years ago, he had uh, an issue with his shoulder, um, and he had nothing but problems with the company he was with. Um, And that's what kind of I wasn't sure of about how it all worked because I kind of had a kind of a negative outlook up, towards that whole thing insurance and workman's comp. but with this incident um, we had we had no problems at all they would call us every week or every couple of weeks and just ask us you know if you need anything is everything okay did you get any bills in the mail that you need us to take care of and you know if they just it's just been amazing so wow that's, that's awesome a kind of blessing. I feel like you know, all the problems that could have arisen with this, um, you know, God has just sent somebody to step in there and say, here, I want to take this off the plate. So, wow. So all I've had to worry about is just recovering.
1: Uh, that's so good to hear. I mean, that's just, I mean, all you've been through, and it just seems like everything's rolling your way. So that's great. Um, when, after the accident, I know probably your company had to deal with OSHA, did, did you have to deal with OSHA at all? I was curious if they interviewed you or if there was any, um, anything no, they really there. really um, I don't know if
2: – I really haven't had any um, – I don't know if maybe my my boss has talked to them at all. Maybe. Um, but I know the power company um, – well, see, yeah. I, don't know, I haven't heard a, a piece from them, so I don't know if they just – it wasn't really anything that they needed. It felt like they needed to address, you know. But uh, I know they did take that that tower down. Okay. That tower wasn't owned by our company. That uh, it was a residential tower, so the power okay. company actually came and took the tower down.
1: The same. Oh, day. they did. So, yeah. uh so, I don't know. I'm really not sure because I don't think it was really anyone's fault.
2: I don't think there was a. And it hasn't all been, uh, like, hashed out and settled yet, so I'm not really sure how it's all going to go or, you know, what their final verdict is going to be. I think it's just going to be a kind of a no-fault situation. It was just a tragic accident that happened. Uh, um,
1: Yeah. Well, I'm so glad you're here talking to me. Yeah. Just just a great story. I mean,. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, your spirit. I mean, you're you're quite the example. I mean, really. I mean, you're someone who should be looked up to. The way I see it, I mean, you're positive. You're upbeat. nothing just seems to get you down, which is just amazing in today's world. I like. I like. Yeah. The reason I talk to so many people. a lot of angry people in the in the tower industry. I talk to a lot yeah. of angry people, and then it's so refreshing to speak to someone like after what you've been through and you're just, I mean, you're really upbeat, John. So thank you. Good job. (laughs) Well, the way I see it, I, it would just tear me. It would, it
2: wouldn't do anybody. It would just do me harm if I was going to get bitter and hold a you know, hold resentment towards anything. And there's not, not, that's not to say that every day is always peachy and I'm always, you know, butterflies and rainbows, but uh, (laughs) there, you know, There are times where I feel like, man, you know, it's not as easy as it used to be, you know, but, but, uh, overall, I'm just, because I see how things could have gotten so, been so much worse, I see the other side of, you know, I could have, could have been, I wasn't wearing my harness, could have been, I just decided out, it's only 20 feet up, I'll just climb it, no big deal, but, I was wearing my I was wearing my fall arrest gear and and I was clipped off. You know that's the biggest thing.
1: What, what advice would you have to other guys that do this type of work?
2: Um. Well. <laughs> um. I don't know. Don't be pressured to. I I know this is kind of what everybody says, but don't be pressured to put yourself in a situation where you know it's going to be dangerous. Um, I know you obviously do that if you work on towers every day, you do that anyway um, because anything can happen, but um, you got to be your own advocate. You got to, you got to say, you know, this isn't safe or, you know, and I know that's not always, you know, even I know guys, how it can be guys don't climb in a monopole, you know, got this peg sticking out, you know, they feel like it's not safe anyway, whatever I do, but uh but be as safe as you can and, and be your own advocate. Make sure you're wearing your gear um, and clip off.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's good advice. Let me tell you, you'd be surprised how many people don't even follow that advice.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's
1: sad, but it, it happens. And like you talked about it, past,
2: um, Sorry.
1: No, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Um, I, I was listening to a couple of things. You were talking about the thrill seekers, guys who just go up there and, you know, climb the fence, hop the fence, you know, and yeah. it's good to let people know how, how big of a deal this is, how dangerous it can be. Um, it's not a joke, you know? as much as I, I'm, I'm one of the, I'm inclined to be one of those people, you know, that would be just go out and climb, you know, climb up a tree and. It's it, it's just one of those. It's all and games until somebody gets
1: hurt. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And a kid I can't remember, I think it was in Jersey. They said he used to like to climb this tower all the time and thinking he, when I say kid, you know, a kid probably nineteen or twenty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in my fifties, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so to me anything <laughs> under thirty is a kid. I don't know why I think yeah. that way but yeah. but um yeah, this this kid uh he used to climb a tower all the time. One day they found him dead. He must have been up there and he must have slipped and fell. And and it isn't like nobody knew where he was, and somebody went out yeah. there. And it was sort of away from, you know, the, most towers are farther away. I mean, you were in a residential area, but, yeah, they went out and they found this kid laying there. And it, it's right. a shame, you know. I mean, wh- what are you going to do? You always have your people that, that say, well, he shouldn't have done that, but, well, wait now. Yeah. Um,
2: and at some point, it's, it's it's on it's on the individual to say that, you know, I'm I'm not going to do this. I am going to do this as much warning as we can give, you know, it's a, it's a choice for every person to say. So, and you know, people might've, yeah, it's hard to say, you know, what, it's hard to speculate about a
1: situation like that, you know, so. Well, John, thanks for calling. Hey, I do have one thing, make sure like every night when you get home, you give your wife like a big hug and kiss because my God, God. (laughs) she's amazing. I mean, it. really, I mean, I I can't say it enough to have someone like that. I mean, she's, she, I, I never met her, never even talked to her, but what a, she must be an amazing woman. I mean, really just an amazing person to, to go through what she's been through. And I mean, uh, wow, that's all I can say. Just incredible. I mean, you're really fortunate to have someone like that in your life.
2: Absolutely. That's how I feel. Oh, uh, that's it. You said it.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, she just she's
2: that,
1: yeah. oh yeah. So make make sure you tell her that. I know she's sitting there beside. You don't have to tell her now. You can wait till later. But All right. <laughs> you can make her you can make her listen to this before she hears that. Make sure right. she doesn't get too full of herself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, yeah, buddy, you, you you the two of you together. I mean, you guys are an unstoppable force. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The things you've been unless through and doing. how far you've come—wow! Yeah, I feel like, yeah,
2: as, as recent as it's all been, I feel like I've just I've progressed leaps and bounds. You know, there's uh, there was another guy. I don't want to keep you here talking all day unless you want me to. But uh, yeah. um, there was a uh, actually another guy in the next hospital room over that had, that had been electrocuted, um, and which is really rare that two people in the same month you know had the same kind of injury in the same hospital in the same area so but uh it was interesting to see the difference in uh just just to have that well it was really good for her my wife to have that uh
0: someone else to talk
2: to about you know who who had been through the same type of situation too so that was another i was going to say that too i forgot Um, That was another person that uh, really helped her out, and she was just, you know, 10 feet away, so, um, but they had a, they had a rough time of it, too. It was, they're still, they're still dealing with some things, just, uh, you know, we're all lucky to be alive, but uh, pretty ugly on the other side of things, Uh, on the recovery side of uh, getting back to it, but. You know, like you said, you like I uh, just try to keep a positive attitude and thank God every day for being alive. But, you know, uh, I must be here for a reason because I'm still here. So, I think you're destined for it.
1: greatness. I really do. I mean, like I said, you're an example, and your your positivity, your faith, everything just really impressive. So, John, thanks thanks for taking the time to talk to me, and thanks for letting me put this out in the podcast. Cause, absolutely, wait, thanks
2: for Thanks, thank to you for you know, letting me talk and just kind of lather on for a little while.
1: <laughs> hey, if you ever want to talk, I, I'll always listen. I mean, we don't have to put everything on the podcast. It was just, yeah. <laughs> it just worked out this time. But I, yeah. I like I told you be, be, before we started the recording, is I just want to get the word out about the support that's out there for people that get hurt in the tower industry, and I, and and the important thing is, I, I said this before. I didn't say it on the recording, but I would really like the climbers to tell their wives about the support because for the climbers to know it's, it's great and everything, but yeah. the families need to know it's the families that need to help. And the families don't have time to research anything when something like this happens, but right. they need to be willing to accept the call. Like, like your wife did from, uh, uh, from the Hubble foundation and, you know, just all the people that called her to talk to her and help her out support and just let her know she's not alone. That's my point. I know you had family, but right. sometimes, uh, I don't know about your family, sometimes it's hard to talk to my family when somebody's hurt because everyone's upset, you know, no one's thinking yeah. clearly. It's nice to have a clear, uh, someone who, who's, you know, a little level-headed to talk to because everyone else is a mess.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: So, and somebody well,
2: who kind of knows what, you know, what to expect maybe in the future. You know, you're not always going to know exactly, but... Someone who's been through a dramatic experience like this what what, what can happen what,
1: what to expect
2: and just that like you said that calming calming force there yeah, good
1: thanks, John. Yeah. I'll let you go, buddy. Thanks again for taking the time to talk and i I do appreciate I appreciate all of this and and thank God you're okay, so yes, sir, <laughs> okay, right. I'll let you go, buddy out. I'll tell you, if you ever need anything, just call me. I mean, I'd, I'd be happy to help any way I can. Let your wife know that, too, if she ever needs any help or anything. But your wife has two, found, you know, the, the Tower Family Foundation and the Hubble Foundation. I'm sure she has enough people there she can reach out to as well. And I, I know all, right. all those people really well. So, yeah, feel oh, free. Yeah. And anything you need. I appreciate it. All right. I'll let you go, John. Hey, again, thanks for your time. Take care. All right. Have a good
0: one. Hey, everybody. So there it was. Is that guy inspirational or what? I listened to it a second time this morning and it, 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 it still makes me feel good. You know what I mean? It makes me want to get out there and do something great. Anyway, sorry. I get a bit emotional when I listen to people like that. Just remember, be smart, be safe, and pay attention. That's the key to being safe It's paying attention to what's going on. You don't want to get complacent. You don't want to get lazy. Don't be complacent. So keep the faith. If this doesn't give you faith, I don't know what will. Faith in yourself, faith in your health, faith in what you can do. And God bless John and all the people who helped him. That's my last statement. See ya.